Welcome to episode 213 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today, I am with Steve Bruman. We're talking about downsizing and seniors. There you go. Let's go. All right. Welcome back, Steve. Ah, thank you very much, Ariel. So we won't get into your history or anything because you've been on the podcast before, but just a quick intro. Steve Bruman, a realtor on our team, also an accredited senior agent. And that is what we're talking about today. We're talking about downsizing. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess it could be applicable to anybody that's downsizing. But we will talk a little bit about seniors downsizing and uh, that change in lifestyle, mm-hmm. that change in home ownership. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about a bit about today because I think that's very relevant in the current marketplace. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of that. We're mm-hmm. seeing a lot of uh, kids help their parents transition. Mm-hmm. People are cashing out from their large homes and don't want the stairs anymore. So they're looking for condos. They're looking for bungalows. They're looking to downsize. So that's what we're going to chat about today. I'm excited. Me too. Let's go. Let's go. Um, So you do have some tips. I saw you made a bunch of notes. I did make some notes because uh, I am a senior as well or on the cusp of being a senior. So my memory is not that great. So I like to have some notes. Let's go. Let's go. So downsizing, uh, people talk about it all the time. There's more seniors living today than there were in the past. So it's more and more common happening, right? It's a lifestyle change, big lifestyle change. And seniors are, they're set in their ways. They're very comfortable where they are. So it's very, it's a delicate situation for them. So the biggest tip is you have to, I think is plan for it. Yep. Right. You need to plan and one of the main things is you need to know where you're going um, because where you're going, you may not have room for everything that you have currently. Yep. Right. So you need to uh, purge, get rid of like know where you're going. So you know the exact size, uh, will things fit or not? Have you even l- used these items in the last six months, one year, three years, whatever it is. Um, so purging, know where you're going, and make sure that you're going to take what you absolutely need and what you can take. Yeah. I always right. say that there's really three, um, three different piles, maybe even four that you should have anytime you move, whether you're downsizing or not. But specifically, if you are downsizing, you have your keep pile. So these are the things that you definitely are going to take with you. It's mm-hmm. not negotiable. Mm-hmm. They're the keepsakes, old photos and collector pieces that you just absolutely have to keep. Um, Then there's the donate pile, stuff that has some value, but not enough value to be worth your time in trying to sell it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or things that you'd love for other people to enjoy and you don't need the money or whatever. Things like clothing, Mm -hmm. um, dishes, Uh, things of that nature. Uh, Then you have your cell pile, which are things that could be valuable, especially if this is somebody that's in retired age and has things that, you know, uh, uh, 
plates, uh, we talked about plates, mm -hmm. uh, collector plates, you know, some of those kind of things have value, little ornamental things. Uh, potentially have value. Silver spoons, you know, things like that could have value, um, especially on some of the avenues where you would sell those things. Facebook Marketplace, as an example. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have your absolutely trash pile. Mm -hmm. Stuff that's been around the house for eons, uh, tax papers from 1984. Like, shred yeah. that stuff, get, get rid of it. You saw my father's collection, did you? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you come up with those four piles and, um, and you do that. The challenge, and I don't know if you've seen this because you've worked with a bunch of, of downsizers now and a bunch of seniors. Mm -hmm. A lot of these old people don't want to give up their stuff. 100%. It's very... It's emotional. It's very emotional and it's changed for them. You have to tie that in. They're, they're moving from their three or four bedroom detached home you know, 2,000, 2,200 square foot home. Now they're moving into a one and a half or two bedroom condo, you know, 700, 800 square feet. Um, that itself is a change. Moving from their home, they've been there for 20, 30, 40 years, their comfort zone. So all these mementos, all their plates, like my mom had plates from all over the world from when she worked. Every time somebody went away, they brought her a plate. Oh, that's why you're laughing when I said plates. Exactly. Yeah. My father still has them in the kitchen on the stands and he's constantly, they have no value to him. They're, they're of no value monetarily. Right. Uh, they have no value to him because they're just plates. They were sentimental to my mom, but so he's just keeping them there because they were always there. Right. So, so that's a big change. So to move, it's, um, it's a big thing. Um, so yes, seniors, older people come, uh, are hard to get rid of stuff. Hundred percent, right. and yeah. and that's one of the points that I have here is you do have your pile three different. I have three different piles. It's things that you must have that can fit in your new place. Things that you don't necessarily need that you haven't used in a long time that won't fit in your place. Give it away if it's yep. still in good use. Give it away. Somebody else could use it. Yep. If it's a value, maybe sell it. But a lot of the time, the seniors or the older people don't have time to sell it. Yep. You're going to ask your adult children, maybe they'd have time, maybe they don't. They're busy in their own lives, right? So I find a lot of that. So there's just give away. And they have a hard time giving that stuff away. I was sure. working with some clients recently and they had stuff in the garage and it was all outdoor tool stuff that he was using in the house. He's going to a condo. He doesn't need it, yep. but he didn't want to part with it. So after conversations and stuff like that, they finally just go, got rid of it. They wanted to sell it and they said, forget it, it's too much trouble. And then there's the garbage pile. Purge, start purging. You have to do that. Yep. And, and the biggest thing is once you find, find out where you're going, um, start, start purging. Give yourself time to plan out to do all this stuff because it will be overwhelming. Absolutely. A lot of these uh, people have a hard time and they get all flustered and it's just too much for them. So plan it out, give yourself lots of time um, and ask for help, right? If you can't have uh, some family friends, good friends to come over and help you or some family members, hire somebody. There yeah. are some great downsizing uh, companies out there that do it all for you. They'll come, they'll sort stuff with you Yep. Um, they'll pack what you want to keep. 
They'll throw out what you don't want. They'll even help sell some of the stuff that's worth selling. Yeah. And in some cases, depending on how big the home is and how much stuff there Mm -hmm. is in the home, you could have things like an estate sale, Mm -hmm. um, garage sales. Uh, There have been times where I've also recommended to just rent a little storage locker. So if there are things you absolutely, whoever it is that's downsizing, doesn't want to part with, Mm -hmm. they're being super stubborn. I had some people like that in my life. Um, you get a little storage locker, you put it in the storage locker. That way, if that day comes where they do want to Mm -hmm. reminisce, they want something from there, they just go Mm -hmm. and pick it up. Right. Um, although that comes at a cost because you're spending 50, a hundred, $200 a month Mm -hmm. to rent that space. And usually when you're downsizing, especially when you're in retirement age, you're not trying to spend excessive money on stuff that you don't need. So you're pinching your pennies. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's a good tip. The other thing is you touched on photos. Um, Photos could take up a lot of space. Yes. Right. As you know, and, and you have souk, I don't know about you, but uh, we've have bins full of photos. How often do I go in those bins? Not very often. Yep. So a good idea is to digitize those photos. Yes. What we did for my father was you, we bought one of those um, uh, frames, digital frames. Yep. You put all the photos on a USB stick. Literally called the frame or uh, something like that. Something like that, uh, right? Or the Aura. I, we bought an Aura in our house. And it's it beautiful. Just, and it just keeps flipping through the photos. Yep. You turn it on and it switches. So there's all your photos. You have access to them all the time. You don't have to take up space, which is great. Yeah, you get yourself a little, uh, uh, they have specific photo scanners that you can just put the photo in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of the phones will take them. Um, that does need help. Like if 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 that's, you know, you're asking somebody in their 60s, 70s, 80s to, to do that, they're probably not going to be as tech savvy. Right. Um, so the kids and grandkids definitely need to help out a little bit with that. hundred percent. But there are companies, mm-hmm. um, like even the, uh, there's the, um, uh, photo store here in Milton mall. You mm-hmm. could take a bag of photos and ask them to do it and just pay for that service. Right. Um, yep. so there are, there are ways to do that without you having to spend too much time on it. Absolutely. Uh, another good point is, um, I guess it's if it's in your budget when you're moving, a good idea is to get bins as opposed to boxes. Yes. A lot of people get boxes from LCBO or here and there and all different sizes and stuff like that. So for moving, you know, it's it's you're playing Jenga, I guess, trying to pack the truck and stuff like that. With the bins, at least they're the same size and they stack nicely. Yep, uh, it's easy to move. And if you are going to put a whole bunch of them in storage for a little bit of time, they're protected, right? They're in yeah. a plastic bin, so your contents are protected. Don't have to worry about moisture, water leaks, whatever. Yeah, you so, could even invest in uh, in renting those bins instead yeah. of buying them so they're not kicking around after you move. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Frogbox and, and there are some uh, other companies out there where you can... Uh, rent the bins, they drop it off, you fill it up. When you're done with it, they come and they pick it up and you just pay for the service um, versus having to buy them and store them after. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a that's a good tip. The other thing with those bins is it just makes it easier to move. You don't have to worry about taping. 100%. Uh, and things um, generally can be protected a little bit better in those bins too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So that's pretty much my tips. Know where you're going so you could plan, have a plan of action, what you're going to take, your, your th- I call it my three piles, um, and plan it out so you have plenty of time so you're not stressing over it. Oh, my God, I've got like six hours left, yada, yada, yada. You want to give yourself time. Yep. Because it is a very emotional thing, uh, especially if you've been in a place for 20, 30 years, right? Uh, times are tough. So you as, you as a realtor, as an mm-hmm. accredited senior agent, um, when you know that you're meeting with somebody that is downsizing, that you know may need a little bit more time, mm-hmm. uh, they may need a little bit more guidance, they may need a little bit more um, care and attention, what, what's your plan going in, 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 in representing somebody like that? What is, you know, how, how is your approach or how does your approach change? Uh, it doesn't really change too much. Um, other than the fact that I listen a lot more to what the, the seniors want, what their concerns are and what they want out of it. Uh, and if possible, more, more than often, their adult children are involved. So when I meet with the clients, I make sure that the adult children are there. So we're all on the same page because the adult children are going to have their concerns, obviously looking after the best interests. Um, but ultimately, as I listen to what the adult, sorry, the senior clients want yeah. and address their, address their concerns and listen to them. Right. And make yeah, suggestions. So they, so they don't feel like it's other people making decisions on their behalf. hundred percent. I will make different suggestions on different uh, scenarios, whatever their case may be, and let them choose what they feel is best for them. Yeah. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Right. Do you, do you find that it helps when, when their adult children or their adult grandchildren are a part of the process versus them just doing it on their own? Absolutely. Yeah. Because um, more often than not, the the senior clients will say, well, let me speak to little Timmy. Little Timmy. Well, in their minds, 45 year old little (laughs) Timmy. Yeah. Well, my my youngest is 23 or 24, and I still call her my baby, right? And it'll always be that way. Um, So, yes, I always find that it helps because the, the adult children always have some sort of impact or say. Right. We just found out. We did that you are technically a senior at Shoppers Drug Mart, even though you're not a senior <laughs> based on government. Uh, CR, based on the CRA. Based on CRA, <laughs> you're not a senior, but yeah. based on Shoppers Drug Mart, you are? Yeah, they have a 55. So next time you need some uh, <laughs> some Tums or Neo Citron, uh, send, send Steve Bruman. Send, send me, I'll, uh, yeah, exactly. I think it's the, like 10% off on Thursday mornings or something. There you go. <laughs> Little tidbits like that. Um, yeah. Do you find with seniors now for their next move, which likely, you know, a lot of them would say that's their forever move. They're going to die there or whatever. You've probably heard that before. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Do you find that it's usually into a condo or, or are some of them against condo living because they want a backyard, they want to... Um, have space to garden. I always hear that from seniors. Oh, I need I need place for my garden. Right. Um, a, a little bit of both, to be honest. Uh, if I had some clients move out to Nova Scotia and they 
bought a house. Okay. And their adult children moved with them as well, and they bought a house like literally around the corner. So they're still able to live in a house, so they like it. Most of my other senior clients, they want a a condo setting. They don't want to have to shovel the walkway. They don't want to have to cut the grass, even though you can hire somebody to do that. That's the funny thing about uh, people in in that age bracket now. You know, um, I don't know if it's just, being cheap or unaware or just satisfaction of not hiring somebody to do work for you mm-hmm. um, or, if, you know, just financial um, thing. But you can literally hire somebody to do anything for you in life these days. Yep. Whether it's shoveling your driveway, cooking your meals, doing your laundry, whatever. But... but- right? But that generation was right. growing up doing the exactly. things themselves. Right. They never hired anybody right. from, from whatever like it was. I could, right? see, I could see my kids being 70 and being like, yeah, <laughs> where's, where's the guy to shovel the snow? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and that's my father. He's, he's 88. God bless him. Uh, just the last couple of years, he hired a uh, snow, uh, snow removal and uh, a lawn care. Right. He still lives at home in his bungalow. So up until like, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, he was cutting the grass and shoveling. Right. That's the generation. Yeah. But now he physically can't do it. Yeah. So. Is he making his own meals? Um, he, he makes his own meals. Yeah. He's not Chef Gordon Ramsay, but yeah, he, he does buy frozen stuff. He'll warm that up. He does go to a restaurant. Um and stuff like that. And some neighbors, thankfully, do look out for him. Yep. They give him meals. Um, he's not the he's not the best cook, yep. but he survives. Yep. Yeah, he's good. Yep. Yeah. Um, Hanukkah this Ooh. weekend. Looking forward to it. Light those lights, baby. The two Jews on the team <laughs> doing doing the podcast right before Hanukkah. That's that's pretty ironic. Kosher. Uh, do you have any traditions during Hanukkah that you, you share with your family? Um, yeah, so we generally light the lights, but because, uh, Barb and I are empty nesters, our kids are yep. spread out. So depending where my kids will be, uh, I think this Hanukkah, we'll just celebrate it during Christmas time when we're in Montreal with the grandkids. Yep. But generally it's uh, light the lights and make the latkes and... Family time. Oh, you make the latkes at home too, do you? Yes. Barb has a great recipe. Yeah. Oh, love them, but the just the house stinks of oil afterwards. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, for sure. But it's a it's a good sacrifice. Uh, do you eat your latkes with uh, sour cream, with applesauce? Uh, some, sometimes both. Not at the same time, but sometimes applesauce or sour cream. Yes. That's the way to eat it, man. Yeah. And yourself? Uh, I'm a sour cream guy. Okay. And I like, I like them to be a little bit heavier on the onions. Okay. And uh, I like them a little bit less thick. So a little on the thinner side. Okay. uh, With crispy edges. Oh, it's got to be crispy edges. Right. Yeah. It's got to have the crispy edges. 100%. Um, You throw carrots in yours as well? No. What's wrong with you? No. Try it. Carrots in the latkes? Shredded? Shredded Shredded carrots. Like the onions. Exactly. Try it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Add some color. Yeah. Mm. Crunch. Well, maybe not. Yeah, I never had that. Yeah. 
Um, do your kids celebrate both Hanukkah and Christmas? Uh, yes, they do. They do. Yeah. Still. Still. Till this day. Till this day. Um, that's how we grew. That's how we, I guess, as a raised family, them. raised them. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's how we grew them. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we did. Um, yeah, that's how we raised them. That's um, cool. The benefits of both. Um, it was a little expensive when they were... Uh, <laughs> sure. Did you do a but gift on every day of Hanukkah? Or? At the beginning, we oh, did. Yeah. Uh, like the first night was always... I got gypped as a kid. I got the one big gift at Hanukkah, and I, and I didn't celebrate Christmas until I was probably, I want to say 14, 15, after my parents separated. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. No, we would do the like the one big gift, and then the rest it was smaller gifts, like socks and things that they needed, whatever. But right. still nice little right. things. Um, but when they were very young, we used to celebrate with Barb's family and my family. So we were buying gifts for all the nephews and nieces. Oh wow! Yeah. And well, Barb's uh, has like eight siblings. So yeah, <laughs> eight. I didn't know that. Yeah, she has eight siblings. Does she have eight? Yes, their family nine. Um, so yeah. So it was uh, quite expensive. Then after we just dropped it, okay, now it's just one per family. And right. then it's like, you do your own family. <laughs> then it's just come over for dinner. Yeah. We used to do, um, uh, just switching gears a little bit into Christmas, we would do um, uh, Christmas pizza, like the night before Christmas. Okay. Um, because often Barb's siblings, they were off at significant others, so they couldn't all get together. So we just have everybody over our place or somebody's house for beer and pizza the night before Christmas and just... Have at it. That was fun. And then, uh, well, you, so you celebrated both Christmas yeah. and, and New Year's. You know, the joke with a lot of Jews is that on Christmas Day, you order Chinese food. Well, we did that for several oh, years. Oh, did you? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we called it the Jewish Christmas. Right. We would um, order Chinese food and uh, watch the Star Wars movies. Right. We'd go out to the That's theater. because. In the movie theaters, not very many people there, right? Just a few Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Watching all the new Star Wars releases. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's changed now. I think that is yeah. uh, that is a thing to go to the movies during uh, Christmas holidays. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Anyway, you have yourself a uh, great Hanukkah. Thanks for joining me. For those of you listening uh, or watching and or watching, um, if you are a senior or you're thinking of downsizing or both. Or you know of your family, your parent. Or yes, your parents or your grandparents, mm -hmm. somebody you know needs to downsize and, and they're just stubborn. Uh, <laughs> or uh, they need some help. Um, shoot us a DM. Steve is an accredited senior agent. He's been through this. He's in a, he is absolutely the most patient person on the team. That is for sure. <laughs> Thank you. And um he is actually the um, longest serving realtor on our team as well. He's got lots of experience. So shoot us a DM, send him a direct message. Um, we're always happy to help. And, uh, you know, this advice, you can set up a meeting with Steve anytime or a call. It doesn't cost anything. It's uh, it's a little bit of time out of mm -hmm. your day. And I, I really think that that is a big part of the process for those people that are thinking of downsizing or that just need to downsize. Like I find a lot of families, they know somebody in their family that needs to downsize. It just hasn't happened yet. Yep. And um, it, it changes their lives. It makes their lives better uh, when there's less to do around the house, when, mm -hmm. when things are easier. 
Um, sometimes it just takes a professional to help them walk through it. And that's what Steve specializes in. So anyways, thanks for uh, joining me today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, for those of you listening, watching, leave a comment and we'll see you next week. L'chaim. L'chaim. Thanks for listening to episode 213 or watching episode 213 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Um, Leave a comment. If you know somebody that's downsizing, you have any questions for Steve about being a senior and downsizing, leave a comment, give us a thumbs up. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.